For those who prefer Linux or are simply curious about Linux and other open source technologies, this is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome to episode number 291 of Category 5 Technology TV. It's the 16th of April 2013. Great to see you. Great to be heard. You're so energetic and excited. <laughs> it's because I've had about 15 minutes to, to build it up. Yeah. Krista. Beautiful. How are you? I'm great. I'm still great. Great. Yeah. How are you? Fantastic. Good. I could tell. Yeah. Oh, I've been hacking away all week, you know, working on busting down mainframes and stuff. Yeah, well, who's What have you been up to? Yeah, well, same thing. Yeah? Yeah, yeah but, you know, better, because I'm oh. way better at it. Yeah, of course. And stealthy. Yeah. You don't know her hacker name, folks. You never will. She's just that good. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to actually learn how to hack. Huh. How do you like that? That's kind of cool. On live TV, we're going to teach you how to hack. We're going to build our very first phishing website so that you can steal everybody's passwords and uh, break into their bank accounts, all that stuff. Great. You're going to learn how to do that tonight on Category 5. Great. We expecting a lot of angry emails? No, we're going to get all of the, the usernames and passwords. Those are the emails we're going to get. Haha. You're just going to have to stick okay. around to see what on earth is he talking about? Mm. Why is he glowing green? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, wow. Well, how about I just uh, let you guys know what's coming up in the news? That would be today? awesome. I thought so. Oh. There's, uh, there's some good things coming up. Uh huh. And a hacker has targeted aircraft flight deck computer systems, at least in simulation. Hmm. Hackers are targeting Android phone users. WordPress users with admin as their login are coming under attack. Ooh. Microsoft Security Essentials Antivirus fails the certification test yet again. Stick around, people. These stories are coming up later in the show. I like how dramatic it is with you. Like, under attack. Ooh. Like, oh, you gotta get people, people interested in it. Now, you Stick guys are around. now, too, aren't you? Want to like, learn about coming under attack? We have to stick around Exciting. to learn. If you haven't noticed, this is the hacker special of Category 5, Episode 291. Lots of fun. We've got some exciting stuff planned. I don't know if you caught it or not. Episode number 289 of Category 5 Technology TV. I started the show. I had some print dyslexia, like I right. actually typed things wrong. 
and I introduced the show as episode number 298. So we're just jumping ahead. So we actually are, you know, we've jumped back by uh, eight, right. eight ep- or, well, seven episodes tonight. We're traveling really? through time. So this, what, everything we talk about shouldn't be anything new then. This should all be, it's it all, should all be repeat. It's all pretty much what, what we've already talked about in the future. Right. Because this has happened yet. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Our new audio feed was meant to be up and running, but we were having some audio issues off the top tonight, so we're mm-hmm. going to work on that for next week, and, and hopefully you will uh, have access to listening to the show if you want to be able to, you know, if you're driving around in the car, I don't right. suggest that you actually watch the show on your on your uh, smartphone. It's, it's dangerous and, and uh, very illegal. So um, I would suggest that you actually listen to the show, and that's what's coming. So. Right. Make sure you watch That's for it. That's a good it. idea. It is Although, coming soon. When you have one of those testing. little minivans, have you ever driven behind one of the minivans that have the, the little pop down TVs? And you're like, oh, yeah. maybe if I get close and enough. And I actually, yeah, I actually I am driving along the highway at 120 and, and I'm watching, like, it's usually Shrek. Yeah. I don't know why that is. It's, it's quite often Shrek. Maybe it could be Category 5. Maybe. There saying. you go. Yeah, this particular episode, the kids love it. Kids love sure. hacking. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So what else have we got? Okay, our mobile site, if you're ready for it, m.cat5.tv. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, make sure you check it out. Scan that with your mobile device. Use a QR scanner. You'll be able to bring that up. And again, that mobile site is going to feature our audio feed uh, in the coming weeks as well. So we're yes. building on it. We're building on it. We've got our Hangout up tonight on Google+. Plus. Happy that that's still working. And uh, you can get over to cat5.tv slash G+ to participate in the Hangout. What's different about the Hangout versus watching live or watching on YouTube uh, is that the Hangout, you can actually use your webcam and you can, you can chat with us after the show. You can chat with other viewers, all that kind of crazy awesome stuff. Right. So stick around after the show. We're going to be uh, doing our Hangout there as well. Yes, and Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network, if it's tech, it's here, and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I want to say welcome to all of our new viewers. Now, these are our registered viewers uh, that are new on our website, Rusty9090, Dance Mat, Funny Mugs, Mm -hmm. Ricky60, Zinger, Zinger, and Purple Welshy. You want to take (laughs) it? Frank 123. Yes. Ibrahim Ibrahim Barry? Ibrahim Barry, maybe? Yeah. Chinese Yang? Sounds good. See, you're giving me the hard ones. Of course. Uh, Puttermint? Pewtermint? Could be Pewtermint. Maybe the apostrophe is missing or something. Maybe. Pewtermint? Still still sounds cool. Maybe it's like a a Linux Mint computer? For a computer, yeah. Cool. Who else? Uh, uh, L. Jankovic. Or Yankovic. Depending on whether the J is a J or a, a silent. Yeah. yeah, a silent J, which makes a, a, a Y sound. Uh, Road Rat. <laughs> Solimir Cooler. Nice to have you joining us. Archagnon. These are great names, folks. Awesome. So super nice like to have you guys joining us tonight. All right, we've got to take a really quick break. After the break, Krista herself is going to be hacking away with us stick around stay tuned don't go anywhere we'll be right back at eco alkalines we believe you should be able to trust your batteries not just here but here 
here and here, but with one exception, you should also be able to trust your batteries here. EcoAlkalines are the world's first and only certified carbon neutral battery manufactured to the highest standards of recycling and quality, without any trace amounts of harmful chemicals like mercury, lead or cadmium. EcoAlkalines provide performance that rivals leading national alkaline battery brands at a comparable price. Find out more about the EcoAlkalines difference. EcoAlkalines.com this is Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 291, and tonight we are hacking. We are teaching you to hack. We are going to learn how to create our very own phishing site to steal people's Twitter accounts. Yes. yes. Finally. I know you've all been waiting for it. You want to know how is it done. Oh, I, okay, so disclaimer off the top. We're not actually hacking tonight. Sorry. Oh. I told you we were going to be hacking. All this for nothing. I have to say this because the legal people... So anyway, what we're doing tonight, we're going to show you how easily it is for you to get tricked by a phishing scam. And how are we going to do that? We're going to take it from the ground up. We're going to show you how easily it is for the hacker to trick you. You ready to do this? That makes sense. I like it. Mm. Let's go. So we're going to use Twitter as the example. Let's bring up Twitter and uh, there we go. All right. Let's go there. Twitter.com. We all know it. What we're going to do, Krista, is we're going to create a Twitter clone. Oh. Because what is phishing? And, and people have said to me, I'm on Linux. I'm safe. Or I'm on safe. Mac. I'm safe. Or I'm I'm only, safe. I only use my tablet, so I'm safe. Never safe. Heed that warning, folks. Mm-hmm. You are such a pessimist. Well, they will I be mean, safe after tonight because they will be they will wiser. have this knowledge and understand right. what us hackers do to trick you. Right. Mm. Hmm. So devious. I know. So sneaky. All right. So here we are on the real twitter.com. Look at that. Okay? How hard is it for me, do you think, to, to replicate this whole look? Like, do you think that that's going to take, like, a day for me to code that? or That? A couple, no. couple hours? Super easy. Yeah. So, what, like an hour, maybe? I think so. You Something think like could, that? Yeah. I think so. Maybe about an hour? Okay. Yeah. So, let's see how long it actually takes me, the hacker, mm-hmm. who wants to hack your account and get all your Twitter information. Okay. So, Krista's assuming it's going to take me an hour. I'm going to go, I'm here in Firefox, I'm going to go File, Save Page As, make a folder on my desktop called Twitter, and I'm going to save this as Twitter, Save. I'm going to go to my desktop, I see a folder called Twitter, and there's twitter.html, and there are Twitter files, and if you go in there, these are actually the files that are a part of that website. So now, if I actually open that in my browser, oh. Oh, would you look at that? Look at that. It's Twitter, right? No. It's a file on my desktop. It looks like Twitter. Watch this. I'm going to open that with my text editor. I'm going to do a quick search for welcome to Twitter. There's the text. Just to show you that this is, this is legit, people. I'm going to put welcome to not Twitter because, for the record, hackers have exceptional grammar. I've saved that. I'm going to go back to my browser. 
Where'd it go? There it is. I'm going to refresh. <gasps> oh. Wow. Looks a lot like Twitter, right, folks? But it's not. But it's not. not. Twitter. So what is a phishing scam, then? A phishing scam is somebody who tricks you into providing information. So tonight we're going to use Twitter as the example, but we're going to talk a little bit about why this is so incredibly dangerous if you're not aware of this. I'm going to bring up my FTP client, and we're going to actually put this online. I'm going to go into a folder on my FTP server. Ooh, the suspense. It's exciting stuff. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to take that folder from my desktop. I'm going to show you all this. Don't worry. I know this is the suspense is killing you. Here we go. Okay. So there's my desktop. Here is FileZilla. And there's the Twitter folder. Okay. I'm going to grab those files and drag them up to my server. So now it's online. If I bring up my browser and I go to this special website, demo.cat5.tv slash twitter.com. You can see that the files are starting to propagate and there is the file itself, twitter.html. Okay, so next up, what I, the hacker, want to do is I actually want to, I'm going to close out of that. I'm going to go over to my server here. I'm going to rename the twitter.html file to index.php. So now, okay, are we five minutes in yet? I refresh demo.cat5.tv slash twitter.com, and what do you see? Looks a lot looks like Twitter, right? And somebody at first glance may not catch the fact that it's actually a folder, not a .com. Right. So lesson number one, your address bar shows you the actual location of the files that you're looking at. So if you notice that here, now I'm using our demo server, so demo.cat5.tv slash twitter.com. So when you see twitter.com, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually looking at Twitter. You mm -hmm. saw me do it. This is, in fact, a folder on my web server. So demo.cat5.tv, that's the actual website. And within that, there is a folder called twitter.com. So I go into that, and it looks exactly like Twitter. How does it look so exactly like it? Because it is it's copied from it. All the files. That's how easy it is for a hacker wow. to create a mock version of a website. It's way less than an hour. Way less. So now, you know, we're going to look at the code. So I'm going to open that index.php for editing. Here we go. And as a hacker, I know to just do a quick search for form. We'll see, I'll use the term hacker loosely because uh, it's, it's really quite easy. So you see what's happening here in the form? Action search. Instead, I'm going to delete that. We're not actually going to do any searching. Uh, let's do another search for form. Here's the, uh, okay, change locale. Doesn't really matter if they do something. It's not going to, if I remove that, it's not going to do anything. Because remember, we're just creating a fake site. So, uh, action. Here we go. Now we're getting into the session stuff. We want to get rid of that. So it's not actually going to log them into Twitter. We want to do something else. And I'm not showing you how to do something bad here. What I want to do is I want to show you how easy it is for somebody with just a little bit of know-how, and I think that you, you can see how plain simple this is. I'm, all I'm doing is I'm saying, no, don't go to twitter.com slash sign up. 
where else have we got form class okay so have I got any action equals there's one sign up delete that action equals that's what the form does when someone submits it it goes to twitter.com slash whatever I'm just deleting all that stuff watch this it looks like that's it so now I'm gonna save that I'm gonna upload it to the server and I literally have a dumb form so now if I refresh this form does nothing I can enter something in here and I can hit sign in and there's nothing that it does you'll see that there are a couple of things here JavaScript is you know involved here and and doing things like that if I click sign in it doesn't actually go anywhere there's nothing that actually happens so what's what's going on there so now me I would go up to the very top of this file and I just want to see what's happening when this form processes and as simple as that add some information to the form if I can JavaScript kinda of blocks me so I gotta edit that file a little bit more to get rid of any of this extra stuff that Twitter is doing see what happens here okay <coughs> so my next step here is we want to actually mm. figure out okay how does this form function and how do we grab that information so now right. we've deleted Twitter from it all together and we can we can do that we're not teaching you how to hack here tonight. What we're doing is showing you how simple it is for a hacker to be able to mimic the behavior of, say, Twitter. We're using Twitter as the example. Let's just see here. I'm going to upload that file. Okay. So you see a couple of different things here. First of all, username and email. and then the submit happens. So I can go find username. Username or email. There's the field right there. So we know that we're in the form here. Method post. Okay. And so I'm just going to zip through here. Because I don't actually want to show you how, you know, I'll just kind of show you that it can be done. Here we go. There's some interesting things happening there with the JavaScript. Okay. My goodness, I'm going cross-eyed. I know. <laughs> I know. Here we go. Have I hit the, you know, five minute, kind of ten minute mark yet? Uh, what time do we start? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's probably been like five minutes. All right. So let's see. I need to kind of analyze this code a little bit here. There we go. Okay. 
Notice how his hackers kind of sit in silence in the green glow. It's very ominous. It is. It is. Let's see what we, we can do. We don't get a lot of social interaction. I know. Okay, labeled username, class. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, it's hacker proof. It's not. It's not. That's what's it. being submitted Should we clap? through the form. Yeah, well, something like that. This is live. Okay. <laughs> so, see, when you submit the form, there you go. That's the information that's being sent to Twitter, to whoever intercepts. So now, with that very intense, we needed like some intense music there really for just a couple of moments. You can see that your password is submitted in plain text. Your username or email is submitted, <coughs> pardon me, in plain text. So let's mm -hmm. see if I can try that again. Let's pretend my username is Krista the one. Okay, there you go. And her password is Krista's password. Ooh, okay. Now, solid password you'll notice out. that the form did nothing, but there's the information that's been submitted. Okay. <gasps> So, username, password, mm -hmm. good to go. I've got that information now. What do I want to do with it? So, that's part of the process. Then, you know, what do I want to do with it? I can save it to a database. I'm a hacker, right? So, I, I would, that's what I would do. Right. I'm not a hacker. The, the, per, the guy I'm portraying. As a hacker. As a hacker. So, with that information now, okay, so we know this is frightening. Um, let's look at that again. We know that we have an array called session, and that's, that array contains username or email and password. So I can have that email to me. I can have that pop it in a database. Mm -hmm. What's the next step that a hacker is going to do? I, I don't get into your Log account. Log into your account. Change your password. Oh, so you can't get into so your you account. you can't get in. How scary is that? And then, okay, let's say you've got... 5,000 people that, uh, that follow you on, on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. So now they've got your account. They then change your username to, some, you know, to something else, and then they have the ability, you know, because you've got 5,000 people following you, so all of a sudden they're mass mailing or basically tweeting to all these people. I'm using right. Twitter as the example, all right? But we're not act this is not a how to hack Twitter a tutorial by any means. This is a, a frightening realization of how easy it is for somebody to trick you into giving them uh, your information. So remember, okay, so here's, here's the new link that I've created. It's fake. It looks real. It 
takes the username and password and I of course would touch up the the couple of little uh, cosmetic things like the the size of that text box but no big deal um, and now okay well what what happens next what what how would anyone ever find that well what do we do we go on to oh. Facebook we go on to Twitter and we say here's a famous one did you see this picture of yourself right <gasps> must look at that have you seen this out. picture of yourself? Oh, must sign in. Sometimes that message looks like it's coming from a friend. So you think, oh, okay, I'll click on it and find out what it is. And then it says, oh, you've got to log into Facebook. You've got to log into Twitter. Yeah. Well, you're used to that. Okay, well, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a private image. So mm-hmm. I've got to log into my Facebook account. I enter your Facebook. You don't even look at the address bar, especially if you're on a right. mobile phone. Especially if it phone. looks the same. It looks the same. Right. Um, you're on a mobile a smartphone and so you don't even see the address bar unless you actually look up mm-hmm. scroll up so your friend gets compromised mm-hmm. they get tricked into it they get their password changed and then that user now has the ability to private message anyone who follows them remember that's the way twitter works so i can now direct message to anybody i could direct mm-hmm. message to you all your followers everybody and say oh did you see this picture of you Send them over, Check and now I've got 5,000 more accounts if people are willing to provide that information Just unknowingly. like that. Easy peasy. Yeah. So how else would a hacker trick you? A hacker. Hacker. Okay. I'm going to log into my email. Oh, that's a popular one. Oh. Okay. I'm going to go into my live at category5.tv. Lots of energy from all the pizza and beer. Okay. I'm going to compose a new email because that's what we do, us hackers. We compose emails. Okay. So I find Krista's email address. The Krista at KristaIsAwesome.com. Okay. So that just happens to be your email address. Okay. Actually, as my email address. Um. Okay, so how will we trick a, a Twitter user? Will we say um, your Twitter account will expire in three days? Here's a pretty mm-hmm. you know popular trick. Okay, seen that before. Your Twitter account, and remember we're hackers, so we have to do stuff like this, <laughs> will expire in three days unless you log in. Please log in now. Now, I'm being really mm-hmm. stupid with this, okay? Because this, this has got to be an obviously fake demonstration because I don't need the legal people after me. I'm doing this just to show you what, uh, what can what happen happens? here. So we already know that we, you, you need to know that it's a legitimate address. So click here. Ah, oh, you can't even see the address. Well, no, oh, yeah, you can. Twitter dot com slash login we'll just make that up because it looks legit right click here to ensure your account does not get deleted okay so now we've got this legitimate address right watch what the hacker's going to do they're going to highlight that okay we're going to add a link to that and we're going to link to Oh, that. That's sneaky. Okay. We insert that link. 
What does it look like? Thank you. The Twitter team. Very good. Okay, I'm going to send this actually to myself. Live at category5.tv so that you can see what, what it is that we're actually looking for here. All right, I'm going to send that. Sent. Now, keep in mind mm -hmm. that quite typically they're going to make this look really legitimate. They're going to use company logos. It's going to have right. the Twitter logo. It's going to have Twitter colors and the fonts are going to be all set. Because if I had time, I wasn't on the air and I wanted to actually show you how to make it look like Twitter so that you could be even more afraid. <laughs> then that's fine. But I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm just showing you that this is how it works. There it is. My Twitter account is ex going to expire in three days. That looks pretty legit because uh, it says click here to ensure your login does not get deleted. Twitter.com slash login. Okay, click it. Oh, okay. I got to log into my account. See how it happens? That's sneaky. Doesn't matter. Very sneaky. If you're on Linux or Windows. Or Mac. Mac. Doesn't matter if you're on your smartphone or if you have the latest and greatest antivirus. You've been tricked. That website is still up on my screen. Is it the twitter.com slash login? It's not. Dun, 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 dun. So how did that work? Watch this. When I hover over that link, what do you see down at the bottom left of my screen? Oh, the legit link. The actual link. See that? If you're ever in doubt, you can usually... Now, I'm on webmail, so it always works. I can right-click on it and go copy link location. Okay? Now I can go into my text editor or anything at all, and I can paste that. And I can say, wait a minute. That's not, That's not Twitter, Twitter at all. At all. Mm -mm. So I know to watch out for that. So there it is. So that is your... That would be how it could be compromised through email. You get a Skype message, you know, chat message or instant messenger or something like that. Same sort of thing. They can trick you into it. Mm, sneaky, sneaky hackers. Mm -hmm. mm. Always no with the good. sneakiness. We welcome your questions. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Get into our chat room, Category 5 on Freenode. And you can also, uh, you can just message us uh, there. Send us an email live at Category 5 Dot TV. It's time for us to take a, a, a news break. We're going to talk uh, here a little bit more about what's coming, uh, what's going on uh, in right. hacker news, and then we're going to come back and talk to you a little bit more about uh, about phishing scams and how to uh, watch out for this kind of Good. attack. All right. Take a take a drink. Yeah, there you go. All right. All set. I'd get all prepped for that. All right. Yeah, you know. All right, everyone, here are the top stories from the Category5.tv newsroom. Aviation agencies in Europe and the U.S. are keen to quiz a hacker who targeted flight deck computers. Security researcher Hugo Tesso was able to hijack the systems to feed false navigation information to a simulated jet that made it change course. Mr. Tesso mm. built his simulator using spare parts from real jets for sale on the eBay auction site. Authorities say actual flight computers are not compromised by his work, but want to find out more. How easy would that be, just to collect your things off eBay here and there? Yeah, and it sounds like, okay, well, it's not actual real jets that have been compromised. He's right. basically built one, but it, compromised it, it, it to prove that it can that be it, yeah, done. Exactly. So you don't want to belittle the fact that he's done it, because mm -hmm. who's to say he, you know, somebody couldn't do that on a real jetliner? That's right. scary stuff. 
Right. Now, if you're flying to, like, Winnipeg or something and it reroutes you to, like, Tahiti. Tahiti, yeah. (laughs) Not so angry anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, darn. (laughs) No offense, Winnipeg. (laughs) Yeah, none. Continuing on. (laughs) Internet security experts suddenly know more about the way hackers are getting access to your smartphone, but they still don't have the software to prevent it. They estimate that the the hackers are hitting exploited smartphones between 10 to 15,000 a day. Bob Sullivan is a technology writer for NBCNews.com, and he had a security researcher at Symantec show him how a hacker hijacks an innocent-looking app. An application that you end up downloading to your phone, unaware that you're giving the hacker as much control over the phone as you have. He Mm. says the game is all about getting you to install a piece of software that's malicious and then they can do whatever you can do with your phone anywhere on the planet. It sounds just like Facebook. All the apps that you install on Facebook, same sort of thing. Yep. They've got your access. Well, there's apps everywhere now. Everything has apps. Mm-hmm. The hacker is basically doing business using your identity, but collecting the proceeds, which can be lucrative, as was found in this case. Semantic, semantic security researcher Vikram Thacker said the particular hacker they were monitoring was doing about 25,000 transactions per day. Even if he was making fractions of a dollar, it was estimated that he was making well over a million dollars per day. I have to switch jobs. Per year. Oh, per year. I'm sorry. Sorry, I caught that. But that's I still cre- need to millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why Regardless. are we just fishing Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Ooh. Sullivan says the hacking is almost exclusively with phones with Android operating systems because unlike iPhones, they only download apps from the Apple Store. The Android-based phones can download from anywhere. Hmm. He suggests if you're using Android to get to only get apps from the Google Play Store and quit treating your smartphones as if it's not susceptible to attack. Good advice. Interesting. I, I think it's a little bit unfair how he kind of says it's all Android. <laughs> pardon me, all Android because mm-hmm. it's it's not entirely. It's more user knowledge about this kind of attack. It's like how we're talking about phishing attacks tonight. Right. If you don't know any better. You'll just install stuff. If you don't know any better, you'll click on links and you'll right. give your username and password. So it's about education, I think. Android, you can mm-hmm. install APK files so you can download a program and you can upload it to your Android phone or tablet and install it. It's great when you need an app conveniently, but that's true. It can open up exploits. So you got to be very careful about what you trust. And again, it comes back to Facebook too. Same thing. Don't install stuff that you right. don't know and trust. Right. And WordPress hmm, has been attacked by a botnet of tens of thousands of individual computers since last week, according to Cloudflare, Cloudflare and HostGator. WordPress currently powers 64 million websites, read by 371 million people each month. The botnet is targeting WordPress users with the default username admin, trying thousands of possible passwords. The attack began a week after WordPress beefed up its security with an optional two-step authentication login option. Authentication login option. 
Still using admin to log in to your WordPress site? It's time to beef up your security and change your username to something stronger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I how use- many people have admin? Like everyone. It's like the default de facto. Yeah. That's what it comes with. Admin. Yeah. You know what I do is I go to safepasswd.com ah. and it, it generates a random like strong password. And I actually that use that. never forget. <laughs> remember. I should say yeah. never remember. You, you, uh, uh, so what I do is I generate one for my username uh-huh. and another one for my password. Oh, so, my, so you're like extra strong. My Let's go figure that out. I am extra strong. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> You'd never guess my my logins, anyways. But I don't know. I think that's a good idea. But that's a good idea. But how do you remember it without having like a, a posty note somewhere? Or do you just spend all night one night going eight J L four capital? <laughs> oh goodness! P. She found my sticky note. <laughs> uh, what gets me is the admin mm-hmm. tab password one enter. How many people have, uh, you know, how many of our viewers right now are, are guilty of that? Right. Or I've had friends, too, that do 9999. That's I, my password. I have customers, <laughs> and because I administer websites like crazy, people send me, um, you know, their, their login credentials for their WordPress blogs or for their YouTube accounts and Twitter and Facebook. And I am amazed at how many people use things like password and how many people use the name of their company. Right. <laughs> my name's yeah. Robbie. I do not ever use Robbie in my password or my username. You could go R zero B B I E and That's, no one would no, ever three. figure that Just out. Just like I have right there. R zero B B one three. That would do. Still, that's not super strong. No. Definitely not. It's <laughs> pretty predictable. <laughs> Happens a lot, though, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep it safe, folks. Keep it safe. Yes. And just when you thought there wasn't any more exciting news, there is. And Microsoft's antivirus software, Microsoft Security Essentials, has yet again failed a certification test from AV Test Institute, hmm. a German testing lab renowned renowned and respected for its anti-malware software evaluations. Of the 25 software evaluated, three did not receive certification. AnLab, AHN Lab, V3 Internet Security 8.0, PC Tools, Internet Security 2012, and Microsoft Security Essentials. While denying Microsoft Security Essentials certification, AV Test said products had to demonstrate their capabilities using all components and protection layers. In the case of Microsoft's product, it scored a mere 1.5 out of 6 in protection. Wow. While the PC Tools product bombed with a score of just 1.0 out of 6 in repair, and AnLab scored so poorly we can't even say like negative 20 or something probably is that is that a true stat that's for real out of my head Mm. Mm -hmm. microsoft went on the defense and protested against the results on its official blog calling them unreliable defending its (laughs) software as the most used in north america and other parts of the world the poor world what being the most used has to do with anything is beyond us, but I suppose it gives us the right to say congratulations to Microsoft for fooling so many people into using their placebo product. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You, get, <laughs> you know, you get what you pay for. You want free Absolutely. antivirus. <laughs> there you go. 1.6 out of 6 and no certification. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show. Yeah. All these people are saying, I have protection. Yeah. And how many people have come to, have said... 
because uh, you got to pay for your antivirus on a right. regular basis, right? Like once a year, once every two years, once every three years, depending on what term you, you bought, up, right? Yeah. So if you've got to renew and then you say, you know what? I installed security essentials, so I don't need to renew anymore. So you got something like ESET that is, you know, one of the best products on the market mm-hmm. and is consistently tested very, very well by uh, third parties like AV Test. And then you got security essentials. It's free. Yay. Well, let's just do that. And they won't even certify it because it's so bad. That's got to tell you something. Oh, but they have a cool little castle. They got no. It's not a cool little castle. It is like just a piece of a castle. Oh, so it's just a it's little like, top of the castle. Yeah, it's kind of like just a piece of like look at the size of the flag, and then you figure this, the 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 castle itself is only about this big. I guess, or it's, it's just, just a, a thing really big on, flag. on Bill Gates's desk. And they took a picture. I guess, of it. yeah, it's like a little really Lego, a, a little Lego castle. Not very secure fortress at all. I can actually. <laughs> it's only up to my waist, so I can just climb right into it. Oh, one of those with like a pool. Literally. It's got a pool inside. <gasps> it's like a little moat around the outside. You can see the reflection in the water, and then, uh, but it's only up to your knees. Oh, we debunked your castle. Yeah. Well, enough about that. Uh-huh. Tonight's show is brought to you in part by Netflix, cap5.tv slash Netflix. Hey, go on over there. Get yourself a free one-month trial of Netflix. That's something that you get for free that is actually worth your while. Definitely worth your while. That Go check is it true. out. Also, we love to save you money, so Category 5 is also brought to you in part by NetTalk. Now they've got unlimited text messaging. Eliminate the need for a wireless text plan uh, from your cell phone provider. Upgrade your NetTalk Duo account uh, to a NetTalk text plan. For the cost of a couple of cups of coffee a month, you're going to receive unlimited texting throughout the USA and Canada. Check out cat5.tv phone, and you can start saving money today with NetTalk. Thank you to all of our sponsors, and thank you for supporting our sponsors. Every time that you go and buy a product from them or sign up, uh, go through the links, click on their banners, uh, it supports the show, and so we appreciate you going through that process as well. Absolutely. All right. I want to give shouts out. Uh, We've got viewers tonight on YouTube. I see you there. We've got our Google Plus Hangout. We're going to be hanging out after the show as well. Uh, We're going to run a little bit over the 8 o'clock hour. Those of you who are watching along in the chat logs tonight, note that we were about 15 minutes uh, into the hour before we got started. So, hey to blip.tv, Miro Internet TV. We love you watching us on Miro. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've got a set-top box that has our show built into the the chip, that's kind of cool. Uh, we like that, and we love having you watch. Uh, that's awesome stuff. Firstrun.tv, nice to have you uh, watching through uh, Firstrun.tv. Also, Roku carries Category 5 TV. Uh, nice to be there as well. Kind of all over the place. We're everywhere. Yeah. If Coming we haven't mentioned your, TV your platform. Near you. Yeah, like if we, if we didn't mention your platform, make sure you send us a, an email. Jod will say in the chat room, you know, what about Justin.tv? Absolutely. What about Ustream? Absolutely. There's just too many to mention in the time frame. Yeah. It would be like a whole page. I'm looking down at my page and it's already like a half of it. Uh-huh. We've got a really cool uh, YouTube channel called Linux Tech Show. Uh, you can get there. Real quick link is linuxtechshow.com. What we've done is we've taken Category 5 TV, we take the features, and we compile them into little short snippets. Right. So when we say something awesome... All you have you, to see is that awesome you thing. You only have to watch the awesome thing. And you can watch as many times as you want. On it's repeat. Like, yeah. You can make a playlist and add it like 30 times. Yeah. And then just watch the awesome that thing good. that we say. 
Over and over. It's kind of like that. Uh, where else are we? That's 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 it. You know, so got a couple more minutes. I want to talk to you a little bit. We're going to continue on uh, talking. I mean, can we just discuss the the whole phishing scam thing? Sure. Is that all right? Let's chat. All right. Let's get over to the chat room here. All right. Nice to see a chat room. The phishing scam thing. I mean, here's the thing: is that you're 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 able to be tricked by so many different mechanisms. I have received letters in the mail that are phishing scams that trick me into giving my credit card information in order to renew my domain. You know, it's serious when snail mail tries to get you. Whoa, you don't even need a computer anymore to be fished. <laughs> Check this out. I'm going to go back over here. I'm going to bring up my web browser and I'm going to show you something really kind of crazy. Do you have a domain? I can, uh, I can do what's called a who is on that domain. I can do it that way and it'll give it to me in my browser. I can go into my terminal and I can get it there. I can just go who is category5.tv. Gives me all that information. There's my mailing address. Oh, just easy like that. What? Just right There's there. my phone number. Everything is available. And not only that, but the registration information is available. Where it's pointing and when <laughs> It expires. So companies say, okay, well, this is expiring on uh, November 30th of 2013. So they add that to their database. And they say, okay, category5.tv is going to be expiring on November 30th, 2013. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want to build their own website. They want to build their own blog. They want to have control. So what do they do? They register their own domain. They don't want to have to rely on another company because for some reason we have this fear of not having control. So then you get a letter a month, let's say October 30th. I get a letter, and it's very official. And it says, your domain is coming up for renewal. Oh, oh yeah, it is. It is. You're right. So instantly I trust them because they know. How hard was it for me to figure that out? It took you like five I've seconds. I've got my address. And it could be your address. Mm-hmm. I've got the expiry date. I've got phone number. I've got all that stuff. I can make it look very official. Dear Mr. Ferguson... Your domain, Category5.tv, is coming up for renewal. I got all that information just by typing, who is Category5.tv? So I get this letter. eh? At the footer of the letter, it says, uh, you know, call this number and we'll process a renewal for you or fill in this page and we'll take your credit card number and you can mail it back to us old school Mm -hmm. style because some people still like old school. So you can do that. So you fill it in, (laughs) fold it up, and it comes with a self-addressed stamped envelope. They make it too easy. Goes to them. And now they've got your credit card number. They've got all that information. But what's worse, mm-hmm. they've got your domain. So your website, which used to be Category 5 Technology TV, is now some adult website. And you have no way to get it back. Your business website is now gone. And somebody else has access to it. Good. And control over it. And scary, all scary those stuff. people visiting it now. Your reputation is gone. Yeah. Or worse... They could leave it up and you don't, they could renew it for you and say, okay, well, good. All right. We'll make it look like everything is hunky dory. But now all your email goes through their server mm-hmm. and they get, and they all get all info. of your email and they can go to PayPal and they can go to Royal bank and they can go to TD bank and they can go forgot password. 
here's my email address, which I know because I've just tricked these people into giving me their domain. And, uh, or I can set up a catch-all on my domain and I just go, you know, so I've got the email address for TD, you know, my banking information, forgot password. You send it to Send you? to my email. They intercept that email. Now I've got it. I've got access to your banking. So it goes even worse than, you know, it's even worse than just your website. Um, Heather, you were talking this week by email. I mean, another scary thing is uh, we've got tax season right now. And so, you know, we're starting mm-hmm. starting to see a rise in people receiving tax forms and, you know, fill in this and we'll, we'll send it back. We've got websites that are tricking people into filling in their tax information online because that's the new way to do it. But only deal with the ones that you know and trust. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you could become a victim of, you know, imagine <laughs> your taxes every little bit of financial information about you including your social security number right all that stuff the ideal just the the building blocks of identity theft are right there so why is it scary that we can create the ability to uh, open up twitter so that i can receive your username and password because i can do that for facebook i can do that for your online banking I can do that for any website that you need to log into. I could, by the methods that we showed you tonight, we can trick you into entering your username and password. Give me your PayPal username. Now I've got access to your PayPal account. What's the first thing I do? The hacker, I change your password. Mm -hmm. And then I can wreak havoc. I can destroy your reputation. I can get into your Facebook account and um, change your, your username. So that now all of a sudden, all of your friends are now connected to this guy named whoever. Mm-hmm. They don't even know who it is, but they're apparently friends with them. And now they're bombarded with all different things that you don't want them to be seeing. Right. Mm-hmm. Once they have one password. Most people just do the same password for everything. That's another scary thing, right? They have the password for everything. Think about that one. If you do that, I mean, get changing your passwords right away. If I can get your, you know, uh, you, you sign up for an online website and it's just some website. You don't really care. It's some forum. You just want to comment on this post on someone's blog. So I sign up and I use, you know, it requires me to log in. So I log in. I use the same password that I use for my online banking. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I also use the same email address that I use for my online banking. No problem. I trust this guy well enough and so and so and so and so. But then somebody hacks into their database and it turns out that their database is plain text and your passwords are easily readable. And all of a sudden, Oops. your email address, they can log into. They can log into uh, your online banking, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And again, that's just another way for people to trick you. So. There are sneaky people out there. Mm-hmm. Any questions in the chat room? Are we, you know, are we, I hope that we're, if anything, kind of shedding some light on what hackers do to trick you. Uh, you, Al, you, yeah. Al, says, would you an know. add-on that notifies on redirects help prevent the first Twitter scam you demonstrated? No. Redirects like are, if, for example, back at my file... If I were to, let's see if I can find it here. All right, so back at my file, a redirect would be me going, 
something like that. But before I do that, I first grab all of your personal information that was submitted in the post and I email it to myself. Because that is a redirect. So it might, it might catch on to some of those kinds of things. But what we were doing is we were actually creating a new website that doesn't already exist, making it kind of, you know, tricking you into thinking that it is Twitter or Facebook or your right. banking. But we're not actually doing any redirecting. In fact, the form doesn't work. It does nothing. You'll just go, oh, what's going on? Why doesn't my password work? Why isn't Let's it letting me Let's type it in again. Type it in again. <laughs> so now you just verified. Oh, yeah, that's the right password. And then immediately, I mean, it, it, most, most hackers would, you know, uh, like to automate things so that it's going to automatically go in and change your password almost instantaneously unless they're, you know, they're sitting at their computer and they want to just do it manually. But if they're collecting loads and loads of them, they're going to do it automatically, mm -hmm. right? So you'd be amazed at how quickly all of that can go down the drain. So frightening stuff right all right well if you've got questions about security if you're worried about the security of your accounts first and foremost change your password make sure uh, each of your accounts have different passwords as chris is mentioning and uh and if you have any questions for us email live at category5.tv and if anything tonight i hope that we shed some light on some of the strategies that are that are out there spoofing links in email being able to mimic the behavior and look of famous websites like Twitter, like your online banking, and uh, and how easy it is for somebody to do that. We did it live right. here. I even hit a couple snags there with the JavaScript, and yet we still had it done in, in, in 10 minutes, minutes flat, yeah. right? And I didn't take it any further than that. I could have easily taken that data, your username and password, and done anything I wanted with it. I could set up a redirect. You're talking about redirects. I could have set it to email me the information or populate a database and then redirect to the official Twitter login so it actually logs you in. You'd never know the difference. You'd never know how they got your information. Scary world out there. It really is. And it's happening. Mm -hmm. So it's up to us to, you know, to tell you that it's happening and how it's happening. And, uh, and try to keep you safe. I've mentioned Facebook a couple times tonight. Don't add or like anything that you don't actually trust or like because it happens to yeah, them. Yeah, don't like things just to be nice. <laughs> have to be that Well, how many nice. businesses get compromised? You saw, uh, was it Burger King? That somebody, because uh -huh. they had a, a stupid password to their Twitter account, that somebody was able to oh, really? change them. They put in a whole bunch of McDonald's branding or something like that on their Twitter account. It was it was a crazy thing like that. So, of course, they're defaced. But the hacker, if you will, could have easily enough just changed the password or not even changed the password because maybe they wouldn't have even caught on for a little while <laughs> and just utilize the fact that there are billions of people that follow Burger King and, and all of a sudden made, made connections right. so that those people are now following some other company. Yeah. Take Burger King and change the password, lock them out, and then change the username to Crystal Wells. Now Crystal Wells has all of... I've got you all. All of the Burger King followers. You see what I mean? So then, so if you think you trust all these companies, it happens to them too mm -hmm. because they don't practice yeah, good anyone. security either. Yeah, it can happen to anyone. It's not just, not just us home users. Yeah. So be smart, be careful. And if in doubt, email us live at category5.tv. Uh, I quite often mm -hmm. just receive forwards and, and people ask me for advice with regards to particular emails and things. And I do my best to keep up. I, I do get a lot of email in a week, as you can imagine. But we do our best. Mm -hmm. right? Popular guy. No. Nobody's watching this, are you? 
Oh, he's so proud. Yeah. He just slyly. What? Oh, our our cool retro pads because we're hackers. See, that's the whole story, the whole thing. I mentioned a little They're bit abused. about. They like it. Yeah, you do. I know you do. <laughs> we like our specs. Uh, I and mentioned a little bit about ESET tonight, and mm-hmm. you know, SmartAntivirus.ca sells to both Canada and the U.S. And uh, you can certainly get in touch with with them, and they'll hook you up with anywhere in the world. Um, something that I wanted to mention about them, and on BaldNerd.com, my blog, BaldNerd.com, not hard to remember. Just look at my just face. Just what you would think. If yeah. you forget it, just go. What Robbie, is his website address nerd. again? Yeah. BaldNerd.com. Um, I had posted a, a post this week because something interesting happened on Friday. Somebody called me up and said, I've got this new ESET Smart Security 6. It's a home product, and you can get it for one to however many computers you have. Mm-hmm. comes with this new feature called anti-theft. We've had a couple of different discussions about it on the show here, and it's really cool. It's a real cool step up for the antivirus product and the whole security suite uh, if you're on Microsoft Windows. The user, this customer, said to me, I don't need it. I was like, well, what do you mean? I've got this old computer. I don't care. If somebody breaks in and steals my computer, I don't care. It's not the computer. It's, it's like a hundred. Uh, it'd be like worth like a hundred bucks. Who cares about my computer, right? You hit the nail on the head right there. You must read my blog. <laughs> oh, all the time. We'll just leave that at that. <laughs> For your own protection. That's exactly right. It's not about the computer. And I said to him... What about your jewelry, your wife's jewelry? What about the money that you have tucked in a drawer in the bedroom Mm -hmm. or all of the other snatch and grab things that are in your house? So your laptop's worth nothing. Who cares if someone steals it? Whatever. What about your TV? What about this or that? You know, what if, Mm -hmm. you know, something worse were to take place, right? Your computer then, because of ESET anti-theft, becomes a way to pinpoint those things somebody breaks in and steals a whole bunch of stuff who cares about the laptop right but because you had ESET anti-theft activated Mm -hmm. you can track it down and you can track down all the other things too because it's all together been taken at the same time by the same person probably sitting in the same room an interesting thing about anti-theft is um like quite often uh, it'll be some kid that breaks in and steals Mm -hmm. you know stuff uh hillary last week had her ipod stolen and we said, you know, had it been an adult that stole that broke in, they would have stole the GPS, mm-hmm. not necessarily the iPod, right? Yeah. So the, for the more it's valuable. a kid that's breaking in to, to steal stuff. So they, they set up the new laptop in their bedroom and tell their mom that you know I bought it from from Joe, you know, with my allowance money that I've been saving up, and yeah. you know, so she thinks nothing of it. It's used and it's it's looking a little bit old because remember it's a piece of junk, right? But then mom's cleaning the room. And up on the screen pops up this thing. This laptop is stolen. Little Billy's in trouble. Phone this number. <laughs> and it's got your phone number and everything. Yeah, Billy's in big trouble, man. Big, big trouble. And that's what anti-theft gives you. Smartantivirus.ca. Check them out if you have any Windows computers. We heard tonight about uh, Microsoft Security Essentials being uh, not the way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the other ones, uh, especially the free ones, are just, you know terribly um, wide open for you. You want to go with something that's tried and true. Uh, commercial products are going to be better. Uh, ESET is one of the best, so check them out, smartantivirus.ca. Well, 
I think that leaves us, uh, that takes us to about an hour. That's about it. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for joining us tonight. Did you have fun? I had lots of fun. Yeah? Yeah. Hacking. Hacking, hacking. I feel so, like, stealthy and stuff now. Yeah. Yeah, like like that. It's good to be here, like, once a year. Yeah, you gotta come more often. Well, you missed your last shift. My last shift. Yeah. I had to to switch. Yeah. So so that is why it seems so long. Probably. Yeah. Hey, get onto our website this week, category5.tv, and uh, lots uh, lots of cool stuff over there, uh, and you can catch all of the episodes uh, that have ever happened right there. And, uh, of course, you can email us off the website, get in touch, get your questions in, live at category5.tv. Krista, always good having you here. It's fun to be here. Good to see you. When I'm here, it's fun. If you're a retro gaming fan, next week, Erica's going to be on the show with me. We're going to be looking at uh, how far gaming has come in 30 years. So you don't want to miss that if you're into the uh, retro gaming scene. It's going to be lots of fun. All right, folks, have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday night. Stay safe. See you guys. Bye-bye. you enjoyed the show category 5 tv broadcasts live from Barrie, ontario canada every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern if you're watching this on demand or through cable tv check out the local show times in your area at category 5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room category 5 is a production of prodigy digital solutions and is licensed under creative commons attribution 2.5 canada we'll see you next time thanks for tuning in